a lot of women in our community are beautifully doing all the things, you know, like just feeling as though, um, yeah, the, the importance of career, of friendships, relationships, travel, experiencing the world, you know, making their dreams come true at a high level. And I think with the social media aspect at play, there can be this disconnect from the body, from what's actually going on, and it could lead to burnout. Mm -hmm. And I know you've talked about burnout. I love that post on your blog. And I, um, I feel like we've mentioned it before on the pod, but I think it deserves just kind of this um, perspective from you on how can we get to a place where we are noticing well in advance (laughs) of burnout um, and how can we kind of resituate our lives or even perspective on what we're doing Mm -hmm. and being in order to live in a way that's sustainable Yeah. So when burnout happens, we have to remember that it really is like this overwhelming feeling that affects us emotionally, physically, and and our behavior. And I think a lot of people think, if I can just get a better handle on my to-do list, I won't be burnt out anymore. You know, if I streamline in this way. And really, I think when burnout happens, it's a sign of like, my life is not in alignment in a way that works for me. And I'm a big fan of looking at like, all the systems. So how are you taking care of yourself? What's your job like, your family life? You can't like go get a massage and then come home and you're in a relationship where you're fighting and yelling all the time and it's chaotic. You're still going to be burnt out and stressed out. So really trying to, I think consistently before things get bad, try to take like a bird's eye view of your life and figure out where do I need to make some changes? And that's also where the body piece comes in a lot of knowing like, this is what I feel like when I'm starting to get burnt out. These are how my behaviors change. I get short tempered, um, you know, I can't focus whatever it is so that you can stop it before it gets so bad. Yeah. I am curious what you would recommend. Like I feel as though I go through sprints, you know, where I'll have a period of time where we're just like doing the most Mm -hmm. and it definitely can lead to burnout. But then there's that like ample time of not that much going on and rest and opportunity to do that. I'm like curious if that is healthier or what your thoughts are on that, because I do know that a lot of people out there are entrepreneurs. So they might like batch and do these little marathon sprints Mm. for their whatevers, which we do too. So I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I think that can be totally healthy if it works for you. Like I'm somebody that likes to work a lot. It feels good for me. I think I get excitement from it. And Mm -hmm. so I would never tell somebody like that, like, oh no, you need to relax more if that wouldn't be, you know, powerful for me. It's all about like, what does my nervous system feel like based on how I run my life? Am I in line with my values? Am I doing what's important to me? Because then even if you're tired, you're like, oh, it's worth it. I want to be tired. I Mm -hmm. like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I see an end goal. You know, there's a finish line here at some point. Yeah. I think that can be 
mentally very important where if I know that this is just for a period of time, oh, yeah. then I'm not like dooming. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this is my life. Like how, you know, a thousand percent. And I think oftentimes those moments where, you know, you're evaluating at a bird's eye view, like all the systems in your life. And anytime that I've done that, it usually means I have to either have a hard conversation, I have to be really honest with myself and make a change that might be a little bit uncomfortable or something else that I don't want to do. Yeah. Can we kind of like walk us through, is it a one at a time thing? Is it, yeah, I'm, I'm, cause I tend to resist those moments because of the discomfort and it almost adds more stress, but Mm. literally every time I've done it, it's, you know, like a pressure valve just releases. Right. How can we approach the systems in a way that feels manageable? Mm -hmm. So I totally get how it could feel overwhelming to be like, where do I even start? What do I have to change? That I think it has to come back to, again, your values, like what is most important to me right now? And that's going to change throughout your life. Like we're talking about in your 20s, your values are totally different than in your (laughs) early 30s, mid 30s, whatever. So looking at what are the most important areas of my life? How do I want them to look? And I think when you divide things up into piles, it's easier to look at them and then say, okay, I'm going to approach, you know, family life first. That's really important to me. And so how am I going to prioritize that? And even looking at your calendar of like, am I focusing on this really important thing to me and and how much? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. The priorities thing, that was like a piece I think I had to be really honest with myself about because I think I could tell myself other things were a priority because either I saw it on social media or, you know, Krista thought it was important and I don't, you know, it's like all these different influences. So I, my alone time was super important for that where I'm like, okay, how do I feel? because I'm picking up on what everyone else feels alone time loneliness. I want to, I want to shift into that because I feel as though our community experiences both in different ways, just from what I've heard in our conversations, but this loneliness of being on a path that is, yeah, really wanting to be curious about life, about themselves, to better themselves in all ways. And sometimes that can be very lonely Mm -hmm. if the people in your life aren't really supportive or on board. What would you say to people who are experiencing that? So loneliness to me is a feeling of being like disconnected, of feeling isolated. You can be surrounded by people, of course, and still feel lonely. So in that situation, I would again go back to like the values of I surrounded myself with these people who I may no longer share the same interests with, or maybe they don't value the same things that I do. And that's really painful. There's like a grieving process that happens there, but affirming for yourself, like I'm in transition and I will find other people who want to be around me, who share the same values and, and things that are important to them. Yes. It could totally feel like you'll never find your people at one point. Like there's that like, oh my God, is this it? Especially if I'm generalizing, but I'm thinking about my brother who went through kind of a period of that in his mid twenties. And he's like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to find my people. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of relate to people for a certain amount of time over like drinking, going out, doing this. And, um, 
yeah, it's a, it's a scary thing. You know, it's a scary thing not to be seen by your peers in that way. But I I know you're right. Honoring that transition as like, it's powerful. Right. It's it's really, really powerful and brave. For sure. And and reminding yourself, I think like this, this will not stay like this forever. You know, this is bad right now and I can validate that, but I, I can't stay like this forever. You yeah. know, there will come a time where things are at least a little bit different. Yes. Just on that piece of like feeling like it's going to be forever, I guess, you know, is that the mind and the thoughts? Like, can you, can you generally break down, like, what is the mind there to do and how can we kind of discern in those moments? Like, okay, like, we're not going to believe you all the way mm. with what you're saying, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So humans hate uncertainty. So we would rather cling to the reality of like this terrible thing is going to last forever than think about change or other possibilities because that often feels scary. So what I think is most effective is to validate like this is hard right now. I don't like where I'm at. This doesn't feel comfortable. I wish I was doing X, Y, and Z and say I know it will not be like this forever. And I have control over changing my life in X, Y, and Z way. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.